0: Hey everybody, this is Nerds in Cars talking cards. This is Park Cofield. John Sexton.
1: Justin Cofield. Q-Sack
0: And we are in a 2014 Toyota Prius. We are 162 miles to Detroit. What, what's the most... Oh, we just passed through, what, Grand Rapids? No. Yeah,
1: Grand Rapids. Grand is Rapids. Probably the biggest thing. Wait, did we? Yeah. Oh, did not feel that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there was a sign
0: towards Grand Rapids.
1: Yeah. Well, you're paying a lot more attention than we
0: are. Uh, and so we, for this episode, we wanted to talk a little bit about webcam playing of, of Magic the Gathering. Yeah. And uh, what does it mean to spend time on a computer screen playing a, this game that we love? And uh, what are the similarities between this and in real life and why, why we play online and... The people we play with online and uh, how that facet of this game uh, impacts our lives.
1: Yeah, because it's a, it's a big part of the old school community, um, especially the global community, is playing online via webcam. And uh, that was one of the things that initially made me feel like I could get into old school. Um, so I, I remember when I was dabbling and getting back into Magic in like 2016, 2017, um, I, I saw a couple of the uh, write-ups of Eternal Weekend, old school stuff, and I thought it was like a special one-time thing that, you know, I, it came and went and there was no way to be a part of it, um, you know. Uh, so I, I thought it was looked amazing, but I didn't think that I would be able to actually do it. And so sometime later, I uh, learned about the, the webcam community and how people play each other online that way. And then that's what really got me started thinking, well, you know, I didn't know that there was an L.A. group even at that time. And so I thought, well, maybe if I could even just do this via webcam, I can do it from home, you know, it'll be very convenient, and I'll still get a chance to play with these cards. So, um, so when I started exploring that, I, I remember I actually um, sat in, like, on a, <laughs> an old-school FNM uh, webcam session... With DFB and uh, I want to say it was Andrew Walker. Ape, um, was there, and uh, there had been some 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 chatter like in um, among the Discord of like, oh, I'm in LA. I'm looking to play disc, uh, old school, and somebody connected me with Brian uh, Urbano on the Discord, and he also popped into this uh, video chat thing uh, very briefly. But I just remember, you know, I didn't have a deck, so I couldn't play. But I watched for a little while and just talked with some folks and, you know, talked to DFB and, and those other guys. And it was my first real introduction into, um, you know, the world of people doing this. And so not even being a participant at that point, I found it fascinating. And, you know, they they each had their drink. So I went and poured myself a whiskey and <laughs> sat there and just kind of sipped it sipped it along with them and watched them play. And and I I thought even from, you know, just that first experience, I was like, this is like a really special, very cool way to um, socialize around this game without having to, you know, go travel potentially very far distances or take these expensive carts out of the house and into a bar all the time. And so I was kind of hooked right from the start um, with that. And uh, and I played in a couple of the derbies. I played in one of the uh, last year's. Not uh, not the 2019 2018 Winter Derby I played in and enjoyed that and um, tried to do the 2019 but but had to drop out early for scheduling conflicts um, but uh, have had those experiences playing online and uh, I'll talk a little bit more later about uh, reconnecting with an old friend doing this mm-hmm. but um, yeah it's just to me it was one of the m- most compelling aspects of old school and it's really what made me feel like I could participate in old school even if I didn't have a local group um, and as it turns out, you know, we the spawners were in LA and, and I had a wonderful local group also, but um, but the webcam thing, you know, even if you don't have that, you can still participate so it's really very special
2: Part- and, now, <clears throat> and now with the coronavirus outbreak uh, <laughs> people, you, you can make use of it you can, Yeah, you can really make use of I said I only make that joke because uh, I saw that like Quinn and, and Mox Emerald Scott were we're gonna get together and play, and they did uh, they decided to just play play online because everybody's so freaked out about coronavirus up in Seattle. Yeah.
0: yeah, we may be playing Magic from our homes.
1: Yeah, yeah, but we'll still find a way. You know, even That's right. the, even if we're quarantined,
0: we'll still find a way to play. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Park, what are what are your experiences with webcam play? I mean, it was the the first first way i started playing uh any old school i you know i i found my way back into magic through instagram and the old school mtg instagram page and found yeah. myself looking at those posts and finally found my way to a, a facebook a group that w- I th- was playing uh old school original type 2 which was revised dark and fallen empires oh okay. and i uh um I played you know a handful of uh webcams uh, games that way um and met you know met DFB through through that I, I think I played um uh, Moss who I played last night uh, in in Chicago uh, in, through one of those games and it's funny some of those uh, first I think I played uh Paul Da Silva at one point and so you know even some of these faces were were in that in in that format in, in my first sort of webcam games Um I remember distinctly p- playing one of these webcam games. Um, it, I was I had uh, a setup that hooked it through through my um, my TV in the in the living room, and I had my cards spread out on the the coffee table one day when we were having some plumbing repair at our home. Uh, oh. <laughs> the plumbers were coming and going and asking and. Uh, one of the plumbers was a, a, a little bit of a younger guy, and he said, oh, are you playing Magic the Gathering? And <laughs> I said, yeah, I am. He's like, oh, man, I, I, I used to have a Black Lotus and all this stuff. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, that very quickly um, opened up an opportunity for me to play Magic with my dad. Yeah, so that's that's really interesting. I mean, not not that many people have parents
1: that play with them, um, especially People our age you know when I was when I was growing up and interested in magic um, you know my parents tolerated it I think they was just another one of my dumb hobbies like uh, video games and paintball and you know all of this kind of other stuff that I got into and so they didn't really feel the need to share it with me and they would take me to tournaments and buy me packs and now and then and stuff like that but it was a pretty minimal level of engagement so how was how it that you came to be playing with your, your dad?
0: Yeah, my well, my dad and I had collections growing up. We, You know, I was, you know, 13, 14 at the time when, uh, you know, Revised came out. And, you know, we, I remember going to the comic book store and buying, you know, buying starter decks and packs. And uh, I remember my mom being really patient and driving me back and forth several times to get, mm-hmm. you know, boosters on the weekends. But both me and my dad, you know, had, uh, you know, pretty extensive collections and,
2: did you ever
0: make any trades with your dad? Yeah, we, yeah, we would trade back yeah. and forth. I can't remember any in particular. Any yeah, I, th- I Well, no, I think I I may have traded him a Savannah at one point. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Dad's scooping so, up the duels. So, yeah, that's right. So he was playing from the start. He was, he was playing the from, start. from the start. What yeah. was it? Do you remember what
0: what about it made him get interested? Um, I think that it was something that we could do together. Um, he, you know, I think that... It, that it was just good time, you know. It was. I think it was a you know a quick game that we could play before or after dinner. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember you know games starting, you know after he came came in from work. We played a couple of games and then it was time to sit down at the table and eat, and then it might continue after you know afterwards. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm jealous. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and you know I, I mentioned traveling to one of the early Magic con- conventions with him one time when we were in Philadelphia in the mid '90s, and so you know we uh, went to. You know something that we could do together something we could even you know travel and, and do together yeah um and when i found my collection uh, again you know in the past couple of years uh i found the, the bo- our boxes of our, our cards and you know his collection was there next to my collection as well and oh sweet so i, I he, he was gracious enough to let me take a lot of the cards that were still in his collection at that at that point uh-huh. <laughs> uh but um you know i he had a, enough cards at home. He lives in Atlanta, Georgia, and I live in Los Angeles, and we started playing games over Skype together. And well, what was? How did that happen? How did the first one happen? Like, who suggested it? And- yeah, I I suggested it. I said, Hey, Dad, you know, I've been playing, you know, the old magic cards, uh, you know, through this this group on Facebook. I've been playing with people across the the country, across the world. I think we should we should play some some games again. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I had been back to Atlanta for a, a wedding, um, and had an opportunity, you know, we, so we, had, we did have an opportunity to play a couple of in-person games uh-huh. first, and okay. then when I g- got back to Los Angeles, we continued Continue it, and, it, and continued to play, and uh, I gotta say, you know, it really um, has deepened our relationship in these past couple of years, uh, you know, sometimes before that, you know, we were you know talking on the phone, and sometimes running out of things to, to talk about, and... Mm-hmm just having another way to just spend time together yeah. and remove that sort of barrier of distance through a screen and have something to hang out and, and do together. Uh, and, you know, and of course other conver- side conversations come up as you're playing the game, but yeah. it, it's really, really deepened our relationship and um, reconnected us around something that we both really loved, uh, you know, many years ago. He recently came out to Los Angeles and came to one of our uh, deep spawn meetups, uh, and we, pl- you know, we played game, uh, some games at the at the, you, the game what, store. What deck is your dad playing? My dad plays uh, goblins. Ah. Goblins of the Flor is his favorite card, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think he, yeah, he's a good player. Uh, he, you know, he likes other kinds of games. He plays a lot of dominoes. He's really good at trivia. Uh, you know, so I think you know having something that, that we can do together has been fantastic that's so cool that's, uh, I mean that, what, what an amazing thing to be able to share and
1: like I know whenever I talk to my parents on the phone, uh, it's, it tends to be kind of like a recap of the, the week or here's what's happened since we last talked and um, we sometimes have more in-depth back and forth conversations, but usually it's just catching up how's your health? How are you doing? How's business? How's work? You know, just to kind of make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Um, And then once you've exhausted that, you know, it it just kind of feels like it's time to get off the phone until next time. And there's no activity. There's no mutual activity there. You're just kind of uh, recapping and reporting what's been going on. And so I think, you know, you get a different type of relationship uh, engagement when you have
0: a mutual activity to share. And uh, even if it's an online Thing like this. I think we're going to begin to see more technology that allows people to to spend time together in digital spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know that you know Snap um, is, uh, is really working hard on co-video experiences. Yes, yeah,
2: I, I read about that the other day. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: You know, this idea that, you know, you may be separated from your grandchildren and you're across the country, but if you can go on to Snap and have a conversation or play a game yeah. or, you know, even just put on silly filters and bunny ears or top hats. Um, y- you know, you're, you're increasing the amount of time and engagement that you're, you're spending on these screens yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, and it's interactive. It's time that you're interacting with each other. It's not, um,
1: it's a little, di- a little bit different from, you know, quote-unquote screen time where you're often uh, not interacting with another person so or, have, or not like in a, in a live sense Like you may be texting or Messenger or uh, Messing around on Facebook or internet But you're not kind of having that uh, real time Live interaction with them Even even if it happens to be Through a screen So it's a different feeling, right? Yeah.
2: Have, have either of you guys played I think John you said you had done uh, Like the winter derby or the summer derby or...
1: I did, I did uh, last year 2018 I did the winter derby and, um, that was a lot of fun. I got to play with people from, uh, you know, all over the country and a few people from Europe as well. So that was cool.
2: So that, that means that like they put you, they give you pairings and then you contact the person and schedule a time to play a game Yeah. via Skype or whatever the, okay.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a lot of the coordination is done via Facebook or discord and yeah. you just, you know, um, it's released in batches. So you have like four, four games to play at a time okay. and you have like two weeks to do it. And so okay. then you just coordinate with those people and, um, find a time that works and do it. Huh. Uh, so, so it was pretty easy for me to do that first time around, but, um, this most recent Winter Derby 2019, uh, I signed up perhaps a bit too op- optimistically, because uh, the baby had yeah. just come and, um, that also meant that the, the home office that I used to have set up to play in, uh, was now the nursery. Yeah. So, you know, my desk had moved out to the living room and, uh hard enough to find a time to to schedule let alone actually get like an hour or two to sit down and yeah. in the quiet where I'm
0: not worrying about waking the baby or having noise in the background or whatever so
2: what about setups park what do you what does your setup look like I'm
0: I'm really simple I stack my laptop up on some you know encyclopedias or a box and I tilt the you know the top of the the case down, so the, the camera's pointing, you know, on, on my playmat. Yeah. I don't have uh, a fancy rig. I know there's some really good uh, tutorials and setups out there, mm-hmm. uh, some good cameras that people use. Uh, personally, I like, I really like to be able to see, have a little conversation with my opponent before I start, or to see their, you know, see a little bit of their their hands. Um, yeah, yeah, so you know, you know there's a
2: human there. So I know there's a human there. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, 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 sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, and also tell if they're cheating, like uh, that one dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: just have a, a, a little wide, get a wild, f- wide field field of view of, yeah. your, of your opponent is a good tip. Um, I have the, the the same webcam camera that I think a lot of people in the community have. It's a Logitech C920, I believe it is, and it's a you know just like an HD resolution webcam. I think it was about fifty bucks, and you put it on top of your monitor, on top of your laptop, um, and it, it has some brackets so that you can adjust the angle and it swivels so that you can, you know, have it set and, and tilt it up to see faces and talk and then just kind of, uh, tilt the, the camera body itself down to your play mat. So I have that and then I have another camera that's more of a vertical thing, um, but I, I hardly use that one because the, the Logitech just, just, you know, basically exactly what you need.
0: It's helpful to have, a, you know, a, a headset, a, you know, a, mm. e- earbuds and, a, a, yeah. you know, a, a microphone. I often find that I'm playing uh, matches, at you know, at funny hours or at, in the derby events, you know, sometimes in the evenings. And um, I forget how funny hearing one half of a Magic <laughs> com- uh, game sounds. Yeah. Uh, but frequently I'll be playing and say something that sounds totally normal to us in the game. And I hear my wife cackling and laughing oh, yeah. in the background yeah, of how yeah. silly I sound and <laughs> in the game and she goes, Oh, you were, you were so mana screwed during that. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like
1: having the AirPods, uh, like AirPods uh, to play with cause it's both, you know, headphones and a microphone um, yeah. that's very easy to manage. And, um, Getting your lighting right can be tricky. I'm, I'm not uh, the best at that. So sometimes, you know, you get glare or whatever, but it's worth putting a little bit of effort into trying to figure out, like, a lighting setup that works so you can see, your opponent can see your cards without glare.
0: Yeah. Um, What's but, the, the far, furthest away um, opponent that you've played? Yeah, so I think it was the Netherlands.
1: Someone from there. Um, I can't remember exactly where they were, but, um, but it was, it was, you know, yeah. Europe. Um, but, but one, one story I did want to share, uh, was about reconnecting with one of my best friends from college. Uh, my college roommate, Adam Richardson, um, he's a guy, he, he lives in Nashville, although he's not, I don't think he's really plugged into the Nashville old school scene. Um, because he doesn't have many cards anymore and doesn't play that much. He's got a, a kid and, um, you know, wife and job and all that stuff. But uh, but he still loves Magic and still reads about it. And one day we got to texting about Magic and I told him, hey, I'm playing this old school thing, you might really like it. And uh, he, got, he got really excited about it. And so we sort of reconnected about it over text and had a few phone calls. And then uh, Bootlegger's Ball started to come around like get promoted and i was like hey man i'm actually going to go to this thing i'm going to be in nashville and uh you know i'm going to go to this tournament and maybe maybe we can get you a ticket and you can go also and you can like actually come out and play this this stuff so we did manage to get him a ticket and then uh for for about six weeks or so between when we signed up and and when it was time to go to the tournament he and i practiced via skype and um he he wanted to practice a lot because he hadn't hardly played at all, um, and he would print out proxies for himself and just proxy up, you know, one hundred percent proxy his decks. And uh, he was iterating on some kind of Grixis control, Grixis mid, mid range, uh, good stuff lists of, of stuff that he wanted to play. Um, and he would play that, and I would play my different decks. And um, I basically said, you know, whatever you want to play. You Fiddle around And tinker And make your Ideal list That'll be the most fun For you And I'll lend you All those cards Like full power nine All the duels Whatever you need I'll give it to you So you can play In this tournament And and play exactly What you want So he did that And uh, Part of the reason I ended up playing The fun Hot chicken deck That I did Was because I didn't have Any good stuff left (laughs) Uh, Another one of our friends In a similar situation Also joined for that tournament John Burr Um and so I lent him a deck as well And so I, I had, like, no good cards left And I was like, I've got to make something creative Because all my good stuff is, is lent out And that's how I even got to thinking about, like, creating a creative deck in the first place Because I'm like, you know, I lent out my good stuff But, you know, he and I got to reconnect that way And we'll still occasionally play webcam games And uh, both he and John are coming back to Bootlegger's Ball again this year So I'll get to see him again for that And... um it's just been a great way to reconnect and a good excuse to spend time together because otherwise you know we we would talk infrequently on the phone like maybe twice a year for an hour or something like that and all of a sudden once you get old school magic and webcam involved it's like four hours a couple times a week and <laughs> yep. you know in, until until you're you're uh, it's time to go to bed or you got to go back to work or, or whatever else so
2: i would love to figure out a way we travel so much that we've never we've never signed up for any of these like monthlies or or i mean really managed to do any of the games at all online none none zero but i you know it'd be interesting to figure out a way to be able to do it while we travel um to some of the stuff that we do like it'd be cool to be able to be involved I don't think I could commit to like a, <clears throat> a tournament where I was like oh I gotta play but maybe I don't know I mean if, if there's flexibility and like you don't have to play on Thursday you can do it the next day or the day before then yeah, it's pretty much whatever works for you yeah there's a chance that we could we could pull that off I, I think we'd need to get the little webcam thing you were talking about which I was about to google and then I fucking forgot and got distracted um, but Ryan
1: Nirvana was going to give us a little tripod thing, oh, to yeah. stand for our phone. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really pretty easy though. The barrier the barrier to this is super low, and it tends to be very casual. And people are very very forgiving of technical issues or sound things or lighting issues or whatever because we all just want to play. And That's right. um, You know that it would be really something good to look into for when you guys are on the road.
2: Yeah, well, it, you know, it, I mean, we we play each other pretty much every day, but. Um, you know, it'd be nice to, to mix that up and play play some other decks. Sometimes playing Kira's prison deck all night is like <laughs> want to poke yourself in the eyes. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Another you know thing that I think relates to this is seeing the webcam feature matches at some of the the tournaments that are happening around the country. And yeah. Oh yeah, I, I watch them whenever I
2: can. I'm yeah, I totally good. absorb that stuff. That's yeah, I'm, I'm a consumer of that shit.
0: That's yeah. You know, great to see some of the feature matches at the Dice City Games event recently mm-hmm. that Jimmy Cooney put on in DC, and uh, you know the the commentary and the sort of looking on uh, these these games that are happening around the country. Great Magic content.
1: Yeah, and it really is it really is fun to watch. Um, so if you haven't if you haven't tried the webcam thing, you know, give it a shot, even if you think even if you think your setup is janky or you don't have all the best equipment it doesn't really matter I think you know people just want to find games and um, you know fire up your webcam tilt your laptop down and, and start playing
0: cast that goblin of the flarg yeah if, if Park's dad can do it you could do it yeah that's fair <laughs> awesome well thank you um, for the conversation um, we have a couple more episodes in, in store for you we're getting closer to Detroit um and i think that wraps it up for this episode and nerds, nerds in, in cars, cars talking, talking cars <laughs>